0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. This is the Falcoholic Podcast, the official podcast of the Atlanta Falcons on the SB Nation Podcast Network. This is Dave Walker, and we're here with a quick news update. Some of the uh, items surrounding the Falcons, and fortunately, we're going to start off with a uh, sad piece of news uh, because of the content. Uh, just be forewarned: this involves uh, child sex uh, uh, allegations. Uh, but the Falcons have released uh, veteran linebacker Barkevius Mingo. Uh, he signed this offseason for about a million dollars guaranteed. Um, it came out this weekend. Uh, after he was arrested uh, and released on $25,000 bond, uh, that he was alleged to have uh, committed child sexual contact. Uh, It's a child sex offense. Uh, This incident apparently occurred uh, two years ago, July 4th, weekend of 2019. I don't want to get into too many of the details. They're pretty graphic and not something that we want to rehash here at The Falcoholic. You can go to thefalcoholic.com. We have a couple of articles up about Mingo, including uh, the cap implications of uh, terminating his contract uh, at this point. Uh, likewise, uh, it includes some information towards an SI article that you can read that has some of the more uh, you know uh, lascivious details of what happened. Uh, be forewarned before you read that. Uh, it is explicit. Uh, it is disturbing. Um, and... Uh, please keep that in mind before you go and read anything related to this. Uh, I think given the allegations, uh, given the fact that um, the police felt that there was enough there to arrest him, uh, this was the right move by the Falcons. They, they didn't have a choice here. Uh, and realistically, I, I think if they had tried to wait this out, even just from a public relations standpoint, it would have been a disaster for the team, this was the only move they had. Uh, reasonably, you know, I've seen some people argue they could have put him on the reserved list, the commissioner's uh, reserved exempt list, uh, while the investigation continued. But uh, this is too toxic. This is something you have to get away from. Uh, and to be blunt, you know, Mingo was here on a one-year deal. It was not like he was being counted on to be a uh, you know a corner piece of this franchise going forward. He was a veteran, uh, honestly, uh, one that has never lived up to his uh, first round billing as a draft pick. And this is uh, unfortunately a move that for the Falcons uh, they were forced to make. And as for the cap implications, uh, Matt Chambers has a breakdown at the if you want to get into the details. But he signed a one uh, Mingo signed a1.25 million dollar contract with $1.1 guaranteed. He got a signing bonus of 175000 The Falcons won't be able to do anything about that. That will hit the books. Now, the question is, uh, if the Falcons had some language in the contract that uh, allowed them to void it uh, in the case of something like this, uh, misconduct and or whatnot, it's almost a certainty that they did. So more than likely, they'll be able to get back roughly that $1 million uh, in cap space that was allocated towards him for this season. Uh, and right now the Falcons have about nine and a half million in available cap space. Uh, this will add, you know, about a million back to that. So they've got the money to go out and find a replacement for, for Mingo. And again, this is not a player that has been uh, a significant contributor since he's entered the league. Uh, so it's not like there there's a Precipitous drop off uh, for the Falcons' defense, which already had question marks going into the season. I don't think anyone thought that Mingo was going to be the difference maker for this defense. Um, so you have to wonder at this point that the Falcons do need some more pass rush help. Could they look at Justin Houston, um, who is you know he's he's on the wrong side of thirty, but as a pass rush specialist, someone who just comes in for that purpose. Uh, he could make a lot of sense. Of course, Houston did go uh, to UGA, so there are some connections to the state. You've got other names like Melvin Ingram, Olivier Vernon, uh, who are uh, you know, guys who are currently recovering from injury. Uh, and then you have some other guys like Trent Murphy, Adrian Claiborne, Everson Griffin. Uh, Chambers does a great job of covering this at thefalcoholic.com. So go there uh, for his write-up on what the Falcons may need to do But again, uh, the Falcons have rightfully terminated the contract of Barquebius Mingo on the heels of the child sex assault allegations. Um, Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. Moving on to something a little bit more positive. Uh, The Falcons did announce training camp dates. uh, And this is interesting. There's some different details here that I think uh, you guys need to pay attention to. In the past, obviously the last time fans were able to be at training camp was in 2019, um, up at Flowery Branch. There is a limited number of dates. Uh, In the past, I think we had two and a half, maybe three weeks worth of uh, dates that fans could go up to... uh, Flowery Branch and watch the team practice. This is a little bit over a week worth of practice. And in total, there are six uh, training camp dates that are open to the public. Uh, The first of those dates is Saturday, July 31st. Uh, The practice starts at 9.30 a.m. The gates open at 8.30 a.m. The next day, Sunday, August 1st, uh, is the next day that's open. Then you've got two days during the week, Tuesday, August 3rd, Wednesday, August 4th, Uh, and then Thursday, August 5th, so three days in a row, uh, right there in the middle of the week. I know for some of you, your kids may be starting back in school. It may be tough to make those dates. I will say, historically, the midweek practices tend to be less crowded, uh, but we'll get to the the details of that in just a second. Finally, Saturday, August 7th, the Falcons have done this for a few years now. Uh, They will have a practice at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That practice starts at 2 p.m. The gates open at 1 p.m., Uh, You do have to purchase tickets for that event. They are $5 a piece. You can go through Ticketmaster to get those tickets. Uh, The last time they had done this, the restaurants uh, at Mercedes-Benz Stadium on the first and second levels were all open. Um, I will say, if you have not had the chance to go to Mercedes-Benz Stadium, you want to check it out. You haven't had the opportunity this is a great way to do it. You get to watch the Falcons practice on the field. You get to see the entire uh, stadium and, and walk it and see all that it has to offer. It is an amazing stadium to visit. Uh, and as well, you get to uh, essentially enjoy this massive food court, uh, which has some incredible food. The prices are incredibly reasonable. Uh, you could take a family and, and eat there uh, for, for essentially what it would cost you to be eat at any restaurant, um, outside of the gates, which is uh, one of the things Arthur Blank changed up uh, when they created the stadium. And uh, it's, it's, you know, to his credit, incredibly fan friendly. Uh, so again, those dates for training camp, Saturday, July 31st, Sunday, August 1st, Tuesday, August 3rd through Thursday, August 5th, all of those dates, uh, the practices start at 9.30, 930 a.m. They, and the gates open at 8.30 a.m., and that is that flowery branch at their IBM performance field. Incidentally, unlike in the past, you actually have to get tickets ahead of time for training camp. This has not always been the case. Uh, two years ago, you could just show up and uh, they would let that field pack. And I, I think this is probably due to health reasons. Uh, with everything, even though the, we've got vaccines and whatnot uh, for, for COVID-19 and the pandemic, uh, there are still some protocols that they are uh, following. Likewise, because of that, uh, players will not be doing autographs after the practices. And I know that's you know historically been one of the big reasons to take your kids is to go get uh, those autographs, get pictures. Unfortunately, for right now, that will not be happening during this training camp. So if you do want to go to the training camp, you can go to atlantafalcons.com. Follow the links. Uh, you'll go through Ticketmaster to get those tickets uh, for those training camp dates. So again, uh, important detail: uh, this is not just for the Mercedes Benz uh, practice, which is five dollars a piece. Now, the the tickets for the practices at Flowery Branch are free, but you do have to get them in advance. Uh, so again, go to atlantafalcons.com. You can find those tickets there. Uh, follow the links. Uh, and you can get your tickets to go see the Falcons under new head coach Arthur Smith uh, with new tight end, uh, rookie tight end sensation, hopefully, (laughs) Kyle Pitts. So uh, again, Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th. Just one week worth of practice that you guys can go and and check out what this new team might look like. A couple of uh, recommendations for those of you who go to Flowery Branch uh, to watch the practices They have plenty of food and water, and it's very inexpensive. Uh, You don't need to worry about bringing anything of that sort. You're going to have tons of options. I think the last time I was there, stuff like hot dogs and hamburgers were $1 a piece. It was very, very cheap, very, again, fan-friendly. Water and Gatorade and stuff like that is extremely inexpensive, um they they don't try to make money off this as they they provide that as a service for the fans that are there they will have food trucks uh so this will be uh if you take your family uh don't feel like you need to bring a, a cooler full of all of that uh, secondly it's going to be you know august in the georgia sun uh you're going to want to bring some uh cover either an umbrella or just uh you know some something to protect yourself from uh, the uv rays uh, so please take care of yourself uh, in that regard. And finally, if you're going to sit on the hill, most people like to bring blankets. Some people will bring some chairs. Uh, there is, there's some seating, but it's somewhat limited. Uh, I would recommend you bring something to sit on if you're going to sit on the hill where you'll get the best view of the practice. Uh, so bring a blanket, something you can uh, keep yourself from getting dirty on. Uh, and those are some of the things you want to keep in mind as you go to the training camp this year. So that's it for now, guys. Uh, the regular podcast, we will we will kick back into things here uh, in the next week or so as we prepare for training camp, which uh, finally, this is the last month we will have without NFL football. Um, Saturday, July 31st, things kick off for Falcons. Uh, hope to see you guys at training camp. As for me, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at FalcoholicDW. You can find updates for this podcast at FalcoholicPod and, of course, our articles daily at thefalcoholic.com. This is David Walker. Thank you guys for listening in. I'll talk to you next time.